Ah, greetings and salutations. Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and the Top 20. It's currently June 15th. That's right, the Ides of June. Not exactly as important as the Ides of March was to a certain Julius Caesar, but that's not really the scope of this show. In fact, I don't even know that this show actually has a scope worth knowing about, and that's the way we like it. I am happy to report uh, my uh, cold situation has improved. Uh, For those of you that don't know, I almost died from a cold this weekend because that's all that's really left for me to do medically at this point. It was just a brilliant cold, and I'm using brilliant the way Ron Weasley used to use brilliant because... That was definitely the weaseliest way you could use the word brilliant, and that's exactly how I meant it. It all went down thusly. So, does everybody remember when uh, Armageddon hit the Northeast last week? Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's funny talking to people like outside the, the tri-state area, and they're like, was it really that bad? It's like, yo, man, I couldn't see this. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I think the funniest thing to kind of come out of that, and like, I don't know if you seeing it on the internet, but it was certainly funny to me, uh, was the hazy shade of New York City and then just a slight silhouette of Godzilla attacking the Empire State Building, which I thought was the best part of everything that went down, to be perfectly honest. I thought it was great. So so basically what had happened is that last Tuesday, so roughly, I know everyone's super interested in DJ's, oh wait, it's time for DJ's Medical Minute. So, yeah, so it was like last Tuesday, and, uh, you know, the forest fires were going on in Canada for like a while. Like, you know, it just didn't start like on Wednesday, and poof, we got the smoke, right? It took a little while. So there was definitely some particulates in the air, and I remember leaving band practice on Tuesday, and I was struggling. um, I was struggling to sing. Like, I usually don't tap out that quickly. I think I said that last week on the show. Um, I usually don't tap out that quickly, and it just... It just felt like there was like a little little tinge, a little something affecting my voice. Uh, but I just I, I chalked it up to the uh, air particles, which seemed reasonable given the following day and it basically being pitch black by four in the afternoon because of the smoke. And then went to practice on Thursday and kind of had the same problem, which was kind of understandable. The smoke had broken, but yeah. So I had this little tickle in the back of my throat. And uh, just went about my business. Like, Friday was fine. Saturday was fine. Nothing had really changed. In fact, Saturday was actually really good. Uh, Charlotte and I actually got to go out to watch the finals of the Long Island Cup. It's the Long Island Junior Soccer Championship. Uh, and spoiler alert, the team that knocked us out this year ended up winning the whole thing, which was awesome. And I felt a little bit more justified. Uh, for those of you that don't remember, my beloved Hurricanes won that exact same uh, championship last year. Exactly, I'd say, a year and four days ago. Uh, I have the cup sitting somewhere in my office. Um, but it was cool to go see. It happens to be at a soccer park that's actually closer to us than any other soccer park. So Charlotte and I decided to head on up there. And I got to tell you, and I might talk about it later, but I really got to tell you, there is nothing like watching a game that you have absolutely no skin in. It is so much fun, especially when the parents start getting mad and you realize that you just don't care at all. 
It's because then you can just sit there and instigate. Be like, yeah, bad call, ref. Good call, ref. Bad, good, bad call, ref. And we're just having all kinds of fun. Especially when one of the Belmore parents got ejected out of a game and the coach got carded for it. Ah! <laughs> there really is a whole other thing going on in the parents' side. But my point is, I was outside and I was just like soaking in the rays. It was beautiful, breezy, and all that other stuff. Wasn't having any problems with um, any of the forest fire related uh, incidents that people have been reporting uh, and then Sunday morning without any warning it rhymes morning and warning Sunday morning without any warning I woke up with the most unbelievable cold I mean like cold again for sure uh, complete right side of my face was completely running and stuff like that and I realized the video image is flipped so you just use your suspend some disbelief and just trust me when I say that this side of my face was completely running it was just awful awful and I felt terrible terrible to the point where I really couldn't do all but just sit there and sweat and sneeze and blow my nose for like a the entire day. I did absolutely nothing, which sucked and threw me way behind considering how much other stuff I have to do. And those of you who know me personally or listen to me constantly complain on the box know that I've been dealing with like malady after malady after malady. And you can kind of see like why things happen. Like there's certain stresses and strains on the body that wears down your immune system. So somebody would normally be fine with, you know, coming into contact with the common cold, which is, you know, shake it off like, uh, you know, a little Taylor Swift. But like I, I just don't seem to have the ability to shake these things off anymore while I'm in this sort of immunocompromised, and I mean that metaphorically, not medically, state. And it just, you know, and, and also like all the appointments that I'm going to, doctors and, and labs and stuff like that, like a lot of healthy people don't hang out in those places. So who knows what I'm coming in contact with? And of course, my immune system is just, just getting its ass kicked. It's unfortunate. So like I just took a super beating. Uh, Monday, I was happy uh, to announce that my right side of my face was fine. It had moved completely over to the left side of my face, and I could barely function. I had to go to work because I, I, my boss had been out the week before, my direct boss, and I knew she was coming back, and I knew there was going to be like issues to deal with and, and like some sort of handover and stuff. Like there was no way I could call out, so I didn't. And then I just, it was just a, such a struggle, and I could not wait to get back on the couch, watch a little Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and just like, you know, just chill. I mean, I was chugging Dayquil at this point, and I realized most of you know that Dayquil doesn't do anything, but I was hoping for like the placebo effect of it. I'd already tried Tylenol Sinus. I was loaded with your normal uh, supplements and stuff like that, zinc and C and all that other stuff. So I was really just trying to wait it out. But then I finally woke up on Tuesday, and what I had was, I like to refer to it as a nasal detente, to, if I could just quote the French for a minute. And basically, everything in my face had solidified, right? And everything in my head, it was solid. Now, I couldn't breathe, but it was better than literally having the snot tap just running constantly. And if that's too gross a visualization, then you are listening to the wrong show. So it was all stuffed up. And I just wouldn't relieve. Like, I couldn't breathe through my nose. I could barely breathe through my mouth. At this at this weight, I'm basically huffing and puffing all the time anyway. So it was just a big disaster. And then I had to go to rehearsal because Tony can't make rehearsal tonight. I needed another good full band practice before the show on Friday. So I went to rehearsal. I was able to get out kind of early, so that was fine. So I was asleep in the early 12s, which was, you know, awesome for me for, you know, a rehearsal night and stuff like that. So that worked out really really well and then yesterday kind of the same deal but a little bit better 
but I had no voice yesterday at all. And I was like, uh-oh, that's going to be a problem because I don't know what you know about singing, but, like, you need a voice to do that. But I'm happy to report that today I am not better. You can hear all that. I'm sure that's really good for radio. And you can hear my voice is very gravelly. Now, that sounds great, and people have uh, commented on how well I actually sing when my voice is in this state, and that might be true for fans of, like, Melissa Etheridge and Rod Stewart. But I will tell you, it limits my ability to do the job, and the fact that we're closing tomorrow night means that I'm probably going to have to avoid every single possible conversation that I can before I go on stage and then be able to sing our 40-minute set with any sort of hope of getting through it without sounding ridiculous. So, what's the point? I don't know what the point is. And that's okay, because I don't need to have a point here on the top 20, or the Hard Rock Lunchbox, or basically anything I ever do. But, I will tell you, if I talk really a very little amount tomorrow night, I swear on all it's holy, it is absolutely nothing personal. I'm trying to save my voice for this show. Normally, I wouldn't care so much, but the fact that we are down to like six shows a year, it's not that I got to make every single one of them count, but I am trying to do my very best because it's going to be two and a half months, two months, June, July, August, two months until you get even a chance to see Rebel 9 again and then another two months after that at this point. So, like, I would rather you walk away from a Rebel 9 show thinking that, yep, they still kind of got it, as opposed to being like, man, they were awful. So that's what I'm going to be trying to doing. Thank you for asking. Let's get on to housekeeping, Kelly. There is a brand new, uh, brand new Top 20 video out today on Strangerhood TV. I would personally request, if you haven't already, please view it, like it, and subscribe to the channel. We definitely could use more uh, subscriptions on the channel, I think. I'm not entirely sure what we're shooting for anymore. Uh, definitely seeming more like a passion project, but we're all trying to grow this station. I just can't seem to do it. I think it probably has a lot to do with the fact that, like, uh, neither myself nor anybody on Bacon is My Podcast is a hot young chick, and I think that that is the way you do that sort of thing, unless you're extremely, extremely funny, uh, which we aren't either, unfortunately. So that's too bad. Uh, but this, I talk about how excruciating T-ball is, and I talk about how um, I'd really like you to be a good person uh, all the time, uh, free Slurpee Day. Uh, the only day retirees leaving Florida, Mr. Beery show, medical maladies, and more. Yada yada yada. Uh, on Bacon is my podcast. Hunter returns this past Monday for the full interview. Um, discussions and drinks was last night. They talked about the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Tater. Tater. I would watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tater trailer. Teenage Mutant Ninja trailer. Uh, nope. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trailer. I didn't say I wasn't taking any cold medicine. And then they got Luke from Happy Days with seven uh, questions for tomorrow, so be sure and check that out. There's a guitar solo discussion and playthrough uh, on Ashes. I believe that's our very own Frank Jr., so go ahead and check that out. Um, what else is there? Nothing? Okay. I'm probably going to keep it short today, because first of all, I don't really have all that much to talk about, although I I definitely have a lot to talk about, uh, especially regarding that soccer game and just parents' behavior and people's behavior in general. But, like, I really, as dumb as this sounds, I'm really trying everything I can do to save, save my voice. I have rehearsal tonight. I probably won't sing it. We'll probably just play it musically and then pack up. But, uh, you know, it's not... It's... 
It's not that in the old days I didn't care. Um, it's it's sort of like in the old days I couldn't care. I just I didn't, and I don't I don't really I can't really care now either, right? Like I just I have a show to do right now. I have a rehearsal to do, to do tonight. I have all day tomorrow to get through, and I have a show tomorrow night that I have to say. I'll be on stage around eleven thirty, so it's going to be a long day. And I I want to be able to sing. I want to be able to sing properly. I want to be able to sing well enough to get some stuff across. I've got a couple of new songs in the set. Uh, we've got a new song. Actually, we've got an old song that we've rewritten. It's an old song called "End Us All," and uh, it's like. I don't know, probably like a couple years old. And um, it never sat well with me. And then we must have gone through a few, maybe a half a dozen changes in it. And I just, I just never liked it. And now I've really gotten to the point where I think, I think we're there. It needs a couple of, it needs some work on backing vocals, which I'm, I'm working uh, with Tony on. Um, and I can kind of start to hear the production level of nonsense that's going to be going on in the choruses. But I really think, I really think it's there. And it's got a really dope-ass bridge, which was just sort of an accident uh, that I really, really like. In fact, right now it's my favorite part of the song, which is funny. So, But that's the way it works. So uh, End Us All is going to be in the set tomorrow night. And I'm really, I want to get a reaction from people from the show. Like, sometimes we play songs and it's like, I don't get a good reaction. I'm like, okay, back to the drawing board on that. We actually had gone through that with Central Park West several times when it was uh, back when it was called. Uh, of hope and faith like we had played it a couple times and nobody really reacted well it's not that they didn't react well to it like we don't throw up garbage but like nobody was like wow it's a good song like and i don't need like my ass kissed like i want an honest to god opinion like when we did like when we did Aaliyah for the first time people were like holy shit that's a good song like that's when we did run through me like that oh that's a good song like i really like that new one and i remember even talking to jimmy about uh run through me he's like yeah you should definitely do this and this like you know, when somebody is coming up to you, it's like, not only do I hear, like, that's a good song, but also, like, you should, you know, do these things. Like, they've given it some thought. Like, if the song is complete garbage, you don't get that kind of response. So it's not like I'm fishing for compliments, because I'm not. What I'm fishing for is kind of, like, reaction and an honest, like, thinking on stuff. So on a song like End of Saw, like, I really want to see what people have to say on it when we play it, kind of in real time, because... With so few shows, like I've been saying, like with so few shows, I don't have the opportunity to play a lot of these songs before we like head back in. Now we're done recording our material; it's in the mix phase, the, the last four songs. But we're looking to probably in the probably in the winter at this point do another three songs. And honestly, I need to know what three songs I think are the ones that are going to be what we advance. I mean, at the end of the day, like, we all sit and we kind of agree, but a lot of my opinion is filtered by, or a lot of my opinion is formed by what the audience says, right? Like, you know, I talk to, like, when we talk about, like, when we're doing songs, like, when we're doing songs around the island and we're, like, we're playing for, like, our true hardcore fans that know every song, like, we can kind of just do what we're going to do tomorrow night. And that's, like, we can play some new songs and we can play some older songs because that's what everyone wants to hear. But when we go away, I kind of need to look at Apple Music and Spotify to see what the nation at large is liking. So we have to play Keep You Near every single time we play away because more often than not, that's the song people are going to know. Same with kind of San Jose, even though the numbers don't really show it. I know that that's a song that people know because we've been touring for 12 years playing that song. So people know that song. 
so uh, that's kind of important. But I do like to get the feedback, and more importantly, tomorrow night, we're playing an absolutely brand new song. Uh, it's called Nothing At All, and it's a quite a departure. In fact, I wasn't even sure that the band was going to play this song, or let alone want to play this song. Now, for whatever reason, Noodle thought it sounded like old Guns N' Roses to him. It doesn't to me, but to him it does, and he is just 100% in because he loves that kind of stuff. And that really kind of was a game changer, and then Tony and Kaz also liked the song. Now, I didn't, I did not expect that at all. This is a very pop-punk song, uh, which is kind of my wheelhouse and something that I bring to Rebel 9, but very rarely play in Rebel 9. Like, you just see sort of shades of it and stuff like that, but they, that's not something that my band listens to. I'm the only one in the band that... You know, actually listens to like pop punk stuff. Like I'm the only one listening to like a day to remember, you know, bands like that. Um, but they liked it, and I was actually all ready to release it on my own as a, as like a solo single because I thought like you know it's a good song and it just doesn't fit, and that's fine. And I didn't even think readily of another band that can kind of do it. Like it could probably be something that maybe like Roderick could have done, maybe. Um, Scare 20 probably could have done it, but like, you know, as tight as I am with Jake, like, I'm not tight at all with Scare 20, so I wouldn't even know who to ask. So, but like, I would just do it on my own. Um, but uh, so I was all prepared to do that, but the band really liked it, and now it's in the set. So I really need to see what everybody thinks of it because, again, it's not, it's not really what I would call like typical Rebel 9, so I just don't know. Now, I do know enough, uh, that our fans tend to be fans of that. Like, I feel like a lot of our fans would be very comfortable and very at home and like the Warped Horror, so I think this might be right up their alley. In fact, this might even be one of their favorite songs, which again elevates the reason for me wanting to play that song. So, tomorrow night, that's why I kind of want to do a good job. Um, you know, the rest of the songs are kind of a mix. Uh, we, we actually dropped some songs from the set tomorrow night that people were probably would probably be expecting, but we only dropped them in favor of doing it, uh, doing them at the warehouse in August, where I think they'll be better. It'll be a better place to do such a thing. So um, when you don't hear the song that you really like, just know that it's probably coming uh, in August, and we're trying to split some stuff up. So that's that. But that's why I kind of want to take it easy on my voice, and I realize I just spent five minutes talking for no reason about taking things easy on my voice. And, that's about as stupid is as stupid does, am I right? Now, the one thing I did bring, and I thought it was going to be quick, and I just wanted to just run this by everybody. So, um, no slam at Starbucks at all. Uh, I love Starbucks. Uh, I'm grateful for all the people uh, that have come in and out of this show that work at Starbucks. Um, but I've been shopping at Gregory's lately, and it's strictly proximity. Like... It is a straight line, a straight line, like I walk, I think it's six minutes, a six minute walk due west, and I will run into uh, my, my local Gregory's, they opened up a new one right here, and that's fine, uh, I, I'm on their mailing list, so they send me stuff, and they send me coupons, and the app, and all of that nonsense. I do not go out to get coffee all that often, I just don't, in fact, for the summer, I'm trying to reduce my amount of coffee, that's, that's fine. But they do send me their their flyers, and I will admit, I am a sucker for nitro cold brew. I just, I like the foaminess of it. It feels like, feels like I'm drinking a Guinness, but in the morning. And not that you can't do that. I mean, obviously, if you're Irish, it's, it's like, and I don't mean to slam the Irish. I got like at least a 16th in me. And, and what's his name? Uh, um, 
where was I? So it's like the Guinness of coffee, which I really like. And I enjoy it. Like, yeah, I'm a sucker for bubbles, I guess. Assuming. Uh, but I've noticed over the years that they keep messing with my beloved Nitro Cold Brew. I mean, Cold Brew is okay. The Nitro Cold Brew is awesome. I like that. But they keep, like, adding stuff to it. And this week, I got the flyer. Um, and it's about the Nitro Buzz from Gregory's. And this is not a paid commercial. I mean, Gregory's is not a sponsor. You can sponsor the Hard Rock Lunchbox if you want to. HardRockLunchbox at gmail.com, and we will talk it over, Mr. Gregory. Um, but it basically says, uh, we checked out the summer menu. We've added five new items. So check out our Nitro Buzz, a new take on our classic nit- Nitro Brew. There's nothing wrong with the classic Nitro Brew, and I'm not trying to sound like an old man just telling you how it is. Our classic cold brew infused with nitrogen. Sounds good. Combined with oat milk and maple syrup. A smooth and tasty redefinition. Now, I don't know where you stand on your coffee, but I stand on my coffee like I stand on my tequila and my whiskey. Under no circumstances should any of those things taste delicious. These these are medicines. Medicines of a sort. And as soon as you make medicine taste good, like Cherry NyQuil, is when you get the kids involved. And we don't need the kids involved. And now that we are approaching 50% of Americans being overweight, I don't think we need to sweeten up stuff that God never intended to be sweet in the first place. So uh, I feel like my, my applause button is agreeing with me. So I offer to you, let's keep the addictions not tasty. And so those of us that truly need them, the true, the true addicts, can get them when they need them. Which is always. And I say to you, posers of America, stay off our addictions because you can't handle them without your oat milk and your maple syrup. Not that it doesn't sound delicious, but it shouldn't sound delicious. And this reality moment has been brought to you by the makers of the Razorblade Diaries, which I found out from Facebook... It's turning 12 this week. 12. I think you can get married in Kentucky at 12. Not that you'd want to. But yeah, man. Happy birthday, diaries. 